There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello, welcome to the Red Men TV. I am joined by none other than Mr. Robbie Lyle from Arsenal Fan TV, the biggest football fan channel on YouTube. And of course, Robbie, uh, as I always say to you, mate, I'm so happy to see you doing so well. Uh, and what I don't normally say is, I'm so happy to see your side not doing very well, to be honest with you. Um, it's been a bit Tables of a mad season. Turn. Oh my God, mate. Since we started doing this. When we first started doing this, right, like, it would be. We we sort of we would be giving you stick, you know what I mean? But it's it's turned. My word, mate. Honestly, what what's going on at Arsenal Football Club at the moment? It's a bit of chaos at the moment. Um, you know, you saw what happened at uh, the weekend with uh, Granite Shaka. You know, I mean, unbelievable. I mean, the, the, I, I I still think the fans. You know, I mean, we gave him a lot of stick. Um, but the way he reacted, and he's the captain, and you know, he's funny enough, we were talking about it today, and we were saying that, you know, your captain, Jordan Henderson, you know, he gets a bit of stick off your fans sometimes. He gets substituted a lot. I've seen a lot of games where he gets substituted. The difference is he just sprints off. You know, that's what your captain's supposed to do, whereas the way Xhaka uh, reacted, you know, the fans are really angry. The fans are not convinced at the moment um, with Unai Emery. Um, he sort of had a honeymoon period last year. Um, but towards the end of the season, we should really have got into the top four. We blew it. We lost the Europa League final. And then we haven't started the season well. We're up and down. And I think what people are looking at now is that if you look at Arsenal's team, we've got some very good players. I don't think you can use that as an excuse no more. You know, I mean, we've got a very, you know, our front three. Lacazette, Aubameyang, Nicola Pepe, that is a very good front three. Sabias in midfield, Guendouzi, you know, you know, even at the back, we've improved on, you know, I think, you know, all right, David Luiz is still not, you know, can still, we, we saw in the game against you, he can still make a lot of mistakes. But I just think it's a better team than last year. There's no excuse at the moment for the way in which we've been playing. Um, so... Um, that's why the fans at the moment are very unhappy. I'll ask you about the, the Jordan Henderson stuff because I think the difference between Henderson and, and Jack at the moment is Henderson doesn't get stick in the stadium. Henderson gets stick online. But that that like Twitter and social media fume never spills over into the stadium for us. And funny enough, we were talking about this. We recorded the Liverpool Arsenal build up show. Clearly, Liverpool and Arsenal are two passionate fan bases. Clearly, but I think sometimes they manifest that passion manifests themselves in different ways. Like I've never mm. been to a Liverpool game and seen us boo a player like that. 
it's just never happened that, that I can remember in my lifetime. Whereas me seeing that, I couldn't get my head around it, Robbie. I was like, that is not how we yeah. support our team. And it's I, not having a go, it's passion. I understand that. I, I, I personally don't like it. Um, I said it at the game. I said after the game when I was interviewing fans, you know, I didn't like the way... It's not the first game that Xhaka's got that stick. This is about the third game in a row where he's been subbed off and the, fan, the fans have really laid into him. And unfortunately, at Arsenal, the fans are a bit like that. They will have a go at players, you know, if they don't think they're performing. And we've had that, you know, um, I remember like uh, last season, Mustafi, same thing. Um, the season before that, Iwobi getting lots of stick. Walcott before him. Um, there was an incident with Ibuwe, I remember, quite a few years ago. Emmanuel Ibuwe is that? Is that Emmanuel Ibuwe, right back? Yeah, yeah, Ibuwe, the right back. So, unfortunately, it's something that our fans do do. They get on the case of players very vocally. I don't personally like it. But having said that, you've got to react you know, you can't react like how Xhaka did. You can't do that. Can't be telling fans to F off. Can't be deliberately walking off the pitch slowly when it's a game we need to win. Goading the fans he was and stuff. You make it 10 times worse. And, uh, you know, I just think that, uh, you know, it, it was a very, very bad situation. Um, Scott's talking about all the wrong things. Because, you know what, the game, we were poor because we were 2-0 up and cruising and we let Palace back into it. However, we were robbed in that game as well by an atrocious VAR decision. Um, and maybe we should be talking about that, but we're not. We're talking about Xhaka. And, you know, and, it, and I think as well, one of the problems is that when Xhaka got the captaincy, no Arsenal fan wanted him to get it. You know what I mean? They were like, no, we, we don't really feel that he's done enough or he's good enough to be captain. If he's a captain, that means he's going to have to play every game. And he's not warranted that. And he's not, his performances have not been good since he's joined his club. Um, but having said that, you're right. I think your fans' approach is right. Do it off the pitch. I, I said that to some fans. Come on afterwards when we're interviewing people. Have a go then. Have a go down a pub when you're with your mates. Have a, but I don't like when a player's leaving, you know, he's been substituting and everybody's like these ironic cheers and jeering him out. I didn't like that, but... Don't get me wrong, like, if a play, if there's half an hour game and a le half an hour of the game left and the player's walking off the pitch like that, I'd want him to be sprinting off the pitch. And I think he should understand that as captain because you had the game to win there, didn't you? Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, he made it worse. Let's have it right. And that's why he needs to apologise because he made it worse and it's unacceptable whatever he thinks to be telling fans to F off and to throw the captain's armband out. He made it 10 times worse. He needs to apologise. The fans need to look at themselves going forward in the future. I don't think they'll change because that's how the Arsenal fans are like that. Do you think well, it's good though, Robbie? Do you think it, do you think it, do you think there's, a, has anything good ever come about from booing a boo and Mustafi and all these players that you mentioned? Does anything good ever come from it? Funny enough, the Abue one, when he, when he got, um, that game and he got booed and they subbed off at half time. I've never seen that, right? Like Wenger, he never did that, right? Um, he subbed us up, basically. And um, he actually worked because a lot of people, I think a lot of fans after that felt bad 
about what happened to Abu and it, the situation kind of turned and you know and improved a lot and he sort of became a fan's favorite and even with Iwobi he got a lot of stick at first but he actually fought his way through that and you know last season fans there were still some fans you know on his case but not as vocal they you know so sometimes it helps the performance I'm not always sure though I think sometimes it can make a player worse because then I used to see it with Theo Walcott, you know what I mean? He's like, he's trying to make sure he gets every shot on target and that his confidence goes. I, I don't think it helps. Uh, uh, it's where the fans get behind them whilst they're on the pitch. When the game's over, that's when, you know, do it, do it then. I, I don't think we should be doing it on the pitch. Absolutely agree with that, mate. Um, on to this game then. It's a, it's a massive game in the League Cup for us. I think the big mm. question I've got for you, Robbie, is... How are Arsenal going to approach this game? Is this a serious competition for Arsenal or is it, I don't know, it's difficult to decide? It's really hard to work out how he's going to approach it because we've got a big game on, you know, after dropping points to Palace, we got a big game on Saturday against Wolves. And we all know that Wolves, you know, they, they, to be fair to Wolves, last year we, we drew them at home, they should have beaten us. They played much better than us and they took us apart away from home. So, and if Emery loses that game against Wolves, the next game after that is Leicester away. That was us. <laughs> I mean, so I can't see him risking, like, say, players like Aubameyang, Lacazette, who's only just come back. I can't see him risking that. But what he has been doing in some of these games is he goes a bit stronger than what Wenger used to do. So he'll play a lot of young players, but he'll have a bit of insurance on the bench. So I kind of think he might, it's a big game, even though it's in the League Cup. It's bigger than your normal League Cup game. So I just got to feel, get the feeling that he'll go with young players. Um, but he might have a bit of insurance on the bench if it's all going wrong. And, and, and also, we've got quite a good squad at the moment. You know what I mean? Some of those young players are pretty good. I mean, uh, Martinelli, who I reckon will start in that game, been very, very impressive this season. A lot of people thinking that maybe he should be in the first team. Is this the and guy who's banging in loads of goals? Yeah, yeah, he scored a lot of goals, but not just that. His work rate, he's a very, he's been very impressive even from pre-season. I've really liked the look of him. You've had guys like Saka, um, who's come through the ranks, who's looked very good. Smith Rowe, you know, we've got some good, uh, we've got some good young players, and then of course. Um, you know, there's guys like Bellerin, who's working his way back to fitness. I reckon he'll probably start in a game like that. Martinez in goal, he's been, he's, you know, backup goalkeeper. He's looked decent. You know what I mean? So it will be, you know, it'll be some good young players. I think we, you know, I think we've got some very good young players at the moment. So, you know, and they play quite a lot of, uh, probably more than your, your young players, they play quite a lot of football because they've been playing a lot of the Europa League games. So, um, you know, but I think you will have a few experienced players maybe to add to that mix and maybe to have on the bench as a bit of it, um, you know, insurance policy. Um, the big question for all of the Arsenal fans is, will Ozil, will Mesut yeah. Ozil be there? Because he's not played him at all, practically. He's in even the last... League Cup game, he left him out of the whole squad. He's left him out of every, literally every first-team squad. They're obviously trying to freeze him out, but will he play against Liverpool? That, that's going to be one interesting one to see. Do you think he will? No, I don't at the moment. I think they're, I think they're trying to freeze him out. Wow. 
Mad, if, if, if he doesn't play against Liverpool, for me, it's 100% confirmed that it's definite that they just want him out. It's bad, though, isn't it? Because the, 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 the game's changed so much, hasn't it, over the last sort of 10 years, Robbie, that, you know, Ezo for how, just, his unbelievable quality that he has on the ball, that's not enough now in the Premier League, is it? You have to put the work rate in because... Essentially, you're playing with 10 men and you can't afford to do that because everybody works so hard, everybody runs so hard, everybody's technically gifted. You need him to apply himself like every other player, don't you? Yeah, well, a lot of it, a lot of the, his big supporters will say that if you look at his stats, sometimes he's running and that he's more than any other player um, on the pitch at times. But definitely when it gets physical, he's, he is a passenger, in my opinion, right? So, he, like you said, he's got great qualities going forward. But then having said that, also been lacking in creativity this season. And that's why there's a lot of people who've been very unhappy with the manager for leaving him and kind of freezing him up because we're not creating. Arsenal over the years always been known for creating lots of chances. We've got a deadly front three now. I think after your front three, I'd say it's the next best one. But they're hardly seeing the ball at the moment. We're not getting the ball to them. And if we don't get the ball to them, you know, we can't do any damage. So there's a lot of people that are, are, are questioning Unai Emery and saying, come on, Mesut Ozil should at least be on the bench in Europa League and League Cup games to work his, say, in, his way back into the team. But they're freezing him out. It's obvious. And if he doesn't play on Wednesday night against you guys, I think that is it confirmed. You know what I mean? He's fr because I'm sure they're going to want to rest a lot of the other guys, because as I said, the next two Premier League games for Arsenal are huge, huge for Unai Emery. Those are those two big games. Then we go into an international break. And I think if he loses those two, the way the fans have kind of turned on him at the moment, his job would be in serious, serious jeopardy. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, no, serious. It's, it's got that serious in it. If he loses the next two games, remember, we, we, we drew with Palace, we lost to Sheffield United. We haven't looked impressive in performances this season. Even a lot of the games that we've won, we've like, you know, scraped through against teams that we should be. And, and people are looking at the team and they're saying that's a decent team. The whole Xhaka thing thrown in now. If he loses those next two games, I think. Could be curtains. Wow. Could be. That's crazy. I didn't realise it was that bad. I mean, I looked at your games that you've you've played over the last few weeks and you've probably won about four, drawn a couple and lost one in like seven or something. It didn't seem that bad, but if you're throwing in performances the league, in... In the league, Chris, it's in the league, which is what everybody's like saying that, you know, this squad that we've got at the moment is good enough to get into the top four, right? And I, I believe that's true. It's a, it's a good enough squad. They've got some very, very good players in that team that would get into like some of them, you know, we've got... got Got, got Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is like a lethal striker. You'll have games like the game, you know, against Crystal Palace. He hardly touched the ball. He didn't get it. So there's big problems. And the way that teams just waltz through our midfield is very worrying. And, you know, these are not bad midfielders. So you have to start looking at the manager. Why are you not playing guys like Lucas Torreira? I reckon he'll probably start in that game, by the way against Liverpool, but why is he not starting in League Cup, in, in Premier League games and things like that? There's a lot of questions. So the whole Ozil thing, lots of problems. So, yeah, it, it's bad at the moment. Final question for you, Robbie. I think we saw a 4-1-2-1-2, was it, when you when you came up to Anfield last in the Premier League and you basically gave the ball to our full-backs and 
we we were we were playing mad crosses in, and, and you were eating that up first half, and we changed it up and started playing the ball into feet. Are we likely to see that four one two? Four one two one two again, or is he just going to go? That didn't work. Let's try something else. So this is problem number two with the the manager at the moment. Who knows? And that's another thing that fans are very upset with. We do not know from game to game what he's going to do. Um, the problem I feel that there is with Unai Emery is he's too pragmatic. So he goes to games and he's very pragmatic. He doesn't really go for it and. As Arsenal fans over the years, we used to Arsenal Wenger, very attacking football, taking it to teams. We're playing teams now and teams are having more possession than us. Teams, that's all right if you're winning, but we're not. And, and I don't know what, I think it's going to be based off of what sort of team you put out, which will be really interesting to see. But I just think it will be another pragmatic approach, but I really have not got a clue um, what sort of formation he'll go with. But my thoughts on it is that it probably will be quite defensive because he's going to be worried, very worried about Liverpool. So, um, yeah, uh, th these are the problems that exist at the moment with the manager, uh, uh, fans, which fans are very frustrated about. You just do not know. And you're right about that game. Although in the... You could argue that if Nicolo Pepe would have taken a couple of chances, Pepe and Aubameyang at the start of that game, we could have been looking at that game and saying, oh, tactical genius, you know what I mean? Let Liverpool have the ball and we just caught them on the counter, like what a lot of teams do. But it's all right if it works, but it didn't, you know what I mean? So... Interesting. And of course, we'll be talking about Liverpool over on Arsenal Fan TV. If you're not subscribed to them, hit that subscribe button over there when we do the preview. Uh, like this video, Robbie. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm sure you'll be at the game on Wednesday evening. I'm sure oh, yeah. we'll have a little chat, uh, win, lose or draw after that game. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for subscribing. And we'll see you next time on the Red Men TV. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.